Welcome back to Serving in Business with your host, Steve Ramona. I am super pumped for my guest today, Tony Carnese. He is with co-founder with Doobie Associates. You can call him business improvement specialist. Now, how many of you out there want to improve your business? You better be all raising your hand because this is the guy you need to talk to. Tony, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Steve. I'm really excited to be sitting here chatting with you today. Uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. Let's get down into it. What is a business improvement specialist? Well, you know, what's interesting is there are many tools in my tool belt, and I'm not going to talk about any of them right now because it really depends on my audience. If I'm sitting with a business owner, they can have many, many issues. And one of the hardest parts is getting them to prioritize those issues. So what I think my first job as a business improvement specialist is really to find out where you are, where do you want to go, and what's got to be done first. Because one of the things I love to talk about when we talk about helping a business is priorities. Business can only handle so much change at any one point in time. And I could bring in a whole lot of different change in many different ways. But where's the most important place? For example, really quickly, bringing my CFO skills into, into an engagement. If we don't have a good report card telling us what's right and wrong with the business, as we're making changes, we won't know what the impact of those changes are. That is frustrating. And that's where I, I go to first when I see a business. I want to see what their, what their report card, their monthly financial statement is telling them. And I didn't keep going on this. So I'm going to stop right there just to, unless you want me to keep going because I don't want to talk drone on because now I'm talking numbers and I got excited for a minute. No, and I love your excitement and passion. And that's what I love about you, Tony, is you're passionate about helping and passionate what you do. Delve into change. What do you do to help that business owner change and, and grow? Well, number one, most people have a fear of change. And what we really want to find out is how badly you want to change first. We've met with a business owner, for example, and we did a, a nice overview of his business. And he looked at what we proposed to do. And he said, this is too much work. I don't want to do this. We've gone into another business owner who has a big, hairy, audacious goal. And those are my favorites. Because when we talk to him, he's taking notes and by the time we talk to him again, he's implemented some of it and he's engaged his team as part of that process. And he mentioned it to them. Um, that's what's exciting to get people started to change is they want to change. And what you know, we were talking earlier before we got onto the podcast, Steve, it's a matter of what do you want? You know, something rang in tr so true in my head many years ago when I read about a man who was very, very overweight. And then when he had children, he said, now he had a purpose to lose weight because he wanted to play with his kids. And that goes for every business owner. Do you have the business that you want right now? How frustrated are you? How bad, you know, for example, if your team members aren't doing what you ask them to do and you have to cover for them on the weekends, how much does that bother you? Do you want that to stop? We had one business owner who would take phone calls over the weekend because he didn't want his employees to be bothered. Okay. And we're like looking at him going, do you work for your employees or do they work for you? He didn't want to change. It was okay. So we have to find if some people, they want to stay where they are, but those who don't want to stay where they are, once we find out what they want 
and they tap into it and they can see it and they can feel it and they know they can achieve it. Now we've got somebody willing to change. Well, listeners, he made a great point here. I want you to listen what Tony's saying. And it was subtle, but he said he wouldn't work with a gentleman that wouldn't work with him. As a business owner, a business person, you can't work with everybody and shouldn't. And that's powerful what Tony said, because why waste? It's not a waste of time, but if you can't help somebody, there's 10 other people you can help. Thank you, Tony, because I appreciate you saying that. It's not talked about enough. Those businesses that really have to say no to somebody because it's not a fit. And that's okay. Love them and let them move on. That's serving somebody because it's not a fit. So I appreciate you saying that. Now, I know in our conversation before this podcast, you have a business partner. How does he fit in to Doobie Associates? Okay. Well, the Doobies, if I, if I could take just a couple of seconds to describe how it all came along. Yeah. I started out doing consulting as a recovering CPA. My goal was to help those businesses that I was preparing financial statements for. I wanted to get into the numbers with them. It really excited me to, to look at go, well, why are your margins shrinking? Well, let's look at that number. What's going on? But as I started to become a consultant and get away from being a CPA, I noticed some people were still very resistant to change, extremely resistant to change. And I felt like I needed to work with a therapist. And I said, well, I really don't want to work with a therapist. So then coach, coach came to mind. Brian and I are both graduates of Syracuse University while in New York doing something for the current alum of the business school. We were looking to create a mentorship program. One of the members on our board found Brian Gorman, the B side of the doobies. I'm the do side. He's the B side online, and he does mentorship. Brian joined us for the evening, and I was so impressed with how he spoke about coaching and what change matters, how to make change happen. I invited him for a discussion on what we could possibly do together. So about seven months later, we were going to do our first, very first presentation. And we didn't have a name. It was the Tony and Brian show. They asked us for a description. Brian, who writes very well, wrote two paragraphs. Tony's about what you need to do in business. He's the recovering CPA, the processes, the procedures, the structures. Lead your business to another direction. But sometimes you get stuck. And that's where I come in, speaking for Brian, the coach. How do you show up to lead your business in a different direction? Who you need to be? And it was beautifully written. And I looked at Brian and said, dude, we're the doobies. And that's how we are a consulting and coaching combination. I bring the two by four. He brings the bandages. We make business. We help business owners change their business and achieve their, their visions of the business they had, the vision that was in their mind when they first started that business. You know, I always hear two heads are better than one. And Doobie Associates is doing that for you. So you get two two bangs for your buck instead of one. His information, Tony's information, will be in the podcast notes. Reach out to him or reach out to somebody you think needs help, which is a lot of people out there. Let me ask you about Mr. COVID. I call it Mr. COVID because he's not female. He's definitely, COVID was a man taking over the world. How did that affect businesses and how can you help people that went through COVID and are struggling now? Well, one of the things we had we, at the very beginning of 2020, we had created the four day work week trademark, and we thought we were going to launch our podcast talking about the four day work week. But because the pandemic set in, we said, well, let's talk about leading people in difficult times. And our focus was really on leadership and, and, and connecting with people, because now it's with Mr. COVID reaching people 
connecting with people became a whole different game. And a lot of the traditional management types really fought this tooth and nail. And they still are to this day. You know, take a look at some of the the big financial companies where they say everybody has to be back in the office. And but the, the, the issue came up that where we wanted to help people was, well, this is how you manage remotely. You know, one of the things is just because you used to come into the office and you saw your people at their desk didn't mean that they were working just because they're sitting there. So instead of focusing on watching them, focus on the results. You know, and just to put it perfectly, we were talking to a group of um, managing partners of law firms years ago, and about seven years ago, not even, and he's complained that he didn't see his workers, his his fellow associates at their desks at seven o'clock at night. What does that matter if the work is done by nine o'clock in the morning when you wanted it? Absolutely nothing. You know, so we've really talked about managing people and being more enlightened. Brian writes an enlightened management newsletter once a week on LinkedIn. Then I will take it and I'll repost it with my side of, of how I look at it. So we really try to cr- create that one-two punch. But management has been a real focus for us during COVID, how managers had to change and understand the workforce has changed drastically. The changes that were in place that were going on were just ex- total acceleration during Mr. COVID. And you had to really listen to your employees. And that's why we hear that now. We're, all we hear about the marketplace is what the employees want, what the employees want. You want to know something? You're the business owner. Your employees know what you want, okay? Because right now, we're in an environment where we, we're hearing employees very vocal about what they want. Mr. Sure. and Mrs. Business Owner, make sure they know what you want. Amen, brother. That Tony, that's so well said. And it's funny. Somebody told me during COVID, a top mentor business owner, he goes, there's been COVIDs throughout the last hundred years in business. COVID was just enlightened because it was much deeper. But we've had the, I think it was 87 or 2008, the stock market fell. That affected businesses. People like Tony, Tony and his partner, Brian, are the people you need to connect with on a continuous basis, because these are going to keep coming up for you. That's why I want him to talk about it. Look what he could help you through COVID. What's that next thing that's going to come around six months, a year, two years down, and you're still working with Tony. He's able to help you pivot. That's why I want him on because the people, coaches like Tony are a game changer for your business. The old phrase, my dad, you know, died at 91, love him to death. You're pray for you in heaven, dad is he said, never recreate the wheel and always put money back into your business. And that's what you're doing with Tony with a great ROI. And I'm going to get off my soapbox because what I want to ask, because you're in coaching and you're helping businesses, is there a book you either you love or that you refer that can help the people in the, in the audience here? Just because they're both shorter books, I'm going to recommend two because I have a lot of fun with both of these. Amen. Go for two. Um, that's good. Okay. Michael Gerber is one of my favorite consultants out there in in the world. Um, He wrote the E-Myth, many versions of the E-Myth, the E-Myth Revisited, the E-Myth Manager. And the E-Myth is such a simple read. And that's what I love about it. Okay. Because most business owners, at least the ones that I feel and I connect with, they don't like to read long books. They don't spend their weekends reading. All right. That's why you'll find me quoting football coaches on LinkedIn, because they have a lot of wisdom on how to manage people. 
But Michael Gerber is very simple, and his approach was when you start out the E-Myth Revisited, the processes, the procedures, the documentation, so you could really save money on the type of people that you have to employ to get the work done. Because if you can tell them how to do their job, you don't have to hire a rocket scientist, and you don't have to pay rocket scientists pay wages. Then he has another beautiful book called The E-Myth Manager. If you have people working for you, I can't recommend this book more because you have a vision. What are your manager's visions? Are they going to fulfill their own personal vision, helping you fulfill your personal vision? And Gerber writes about this stuff beautifully. And it's a nice, succinct message that he puts into this book. And just, just for fun, Leadership Secrets of Attila the Hun was the very first consulting book I ever read. And it's about being a leader and understanding you can't be friends with the troops anymore. And I'm just going to quote a great football coach right now, Bill Parcells, New York Giants. When he became the head coach, he said, I had to change. Being the, the, the coordinator of the defense was a lot different. I could be friends with the guys. As a head coach, I couldn't be so friendly. I could be friendly, but I couldn't be friends. And I'm paraphrasing there, but it's a very potent statement made when you get promoted to lead people. Those are my books. And those are the messages I love that come out of the, the, the that collection. Thank you, Tony. And they'll be in the podcast notes so you can access them all. You can find a, a link that you guys can reach out and learn the e-myth yourself. Uh, you mentioned leadership. I'm going to be flat out blunt with you, Tony. How important is in business? How important is leadership in business? It's it's everything because especially with the newer workforce, mm. okay, people want to feel that they're more part of something, okay? They want, you know, the message that's coming from the younger workforce, the millennials, the Gen Zers, they want to be part of something. They want to be more connected, okay? And connection is really the key word here because I hear culture all the time in the, you know, written about culture and alignment. But the bottom line is culture is about connecting with your people. Yeah. Okay. So as a leader, if you connect with your people and they understand what you want and you, and they think, they feel that you understand what they want, do you think you'd have a more connected employee that's going to work, go to work for you? Um, and just while I'm on my sports, because I was, you know, I did a couple of um, quotes from football coaches this week. Jimmy Johnson of the Dallas Cowboys, formerly of the Dallas Cowboys, Miami Dolphins, University of Miami. He says, when you get in charge, you, the CEO of a company, of, a, of an organization, make sure everybody knows that you know them. Connect with everybody. Because if everybody is connected to you, then they're all going to be locked into the vision and the organization and they're going to want to be there for the organization. Yeah. So he said it very bluntly, you got to get to know everybody. And that's, that's a real warning to those business owners out there go to the office and close their door. Okay. Open that door up, take a walk around, get to know your people. Tony, that's a great tip. I've never heard that before. And I'm always learning, especially with great guests like you, Tony, um, an audience Rewatch the re-listen to this again and, and remember that because connecting is something we lose sight of. We think we have to be so 
powerful or so we can't be weak as our leaders can be weak in certain ways, I think. And part of that is not a weakness to connect, but you can be at their level, but they also know that you're the, the boss and here's what the structure is. And I'm assuming, and I'm going to throw it out there, leadership is part of your coaching, correct? Absolutely. We are actually working with one company now, about 37 employees. We actually work with the leader who has a BHAG, big, hairy, audacious goal. And he has a team of about seven managers. And the managers have issues with the leader. The leader has issues with, with management. And what we try to promote is communication. You know, Mr. Leader, you know, you you send you, you change our priorities every week. We, we we have to say no, or you have to help us reprioritize. And the leader has to listen to that and also tell them the reason why he wants to change his priorities. Right. And so it comes that connection comes down to just truthful communication. And then I'm going to bring up something else that Brian really loves to get into is trust. Can you ask your employees to be honest with you? Because that's another part of that connection. If your employees are intimidated by you, not going to talk to you and tell you the truth, they're going to tell you what you want to hear, then you're then you're in deep trouble. So that connection goes. It's not what I like to say. It's not rocket science, but it takes effort. It takes focused effort on your part as a leader to make sure your people feel that they're in an environment that they feel trusted and that they can tell you what you need to hear and make it a two-way street. It's so important. And it's it's simple, but it's not. It's I love simple, that phrase. But it's not. Yeah. And that and that's the once you get that, you're awesome. And here's the thing about leadership and anything, it's gotta be practiced. You can't jump on YouTube and go watch a leadership video and think you're a leader. You need Tony's company, Doobie Associates to help you learn and become part of your consciousness, not your, you know, you, you need to understand that because it's something that has to be done daily, but you have to practice. And that's where a coach like Tony will come in and meet with you and help you grow your business. With all that being said, Tony, I want to thank you. I've learned a lot today on this podcast and I appreciate you shooting out sh uh, these wisdoms. Um, and you can tell this guy knows what he's talking about. That's who you want to align yourself with. And that's the whole idea of this podcast. But what I want to do, Tony, is leave our audience with one business tip that is either change your business, change other people's business that you share with people so people can grow their business. Okay. And keep in mind, Steve, I appreciate all, all the accolades you're giving me. But folks, when you're if you're listening out there, one of the most important things is to not feel that you are above and beyond being able to change. And the first place, that tip that you just asked me for, Steve, I'm going to be very clear with people. Whether you work with me or somebody like me, the most important thing is to get feedback on what you're doing. Okay, it's called self-evaluation, self-examination. But ask your employees, ask your key people how you're doing. And if they don't, if they're not willing to tell you some some of the stuff you know they know about you, then you know that they don't trust you. But asking them some questions and giving yourself an opportunity to self-examine your performance as a leader is really the number one tip I can give you. Um, and 
The other one is, and part of this is, and I have a lot of fun with this one this year, and some people may take offense to it, but I think you'll understand it. Ask a good, ask your employees good questions. Shut up and listen. And keep listening. You'll learn a lot. That's what I got for you, Steve, today and your audience. Thank you for having me here. I had a great time.